0: What if we could transform the experience of being a woman chiropractor from one of constant stress and burnout, trying to juggle all the things to one of ease, energy, and thriving both in business and in life. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley. I'm a woman DC who became one of the one in five chiropractors who burn out in practice by year seven. To the outside world, I achieved the financial and business success only 1% of the profession reaches but the reality was it left me bruised and battered, both emotionally and physically. Today, I help other women chiropractors revitalize their body and practice by stepping into their unique power and rewriting the rules so that they can thrive at home and in business. What we do is far too important for so many of us to struggle and burn out. And this show brings you the conversations, lessons, and permission to be you, redefine success, and transform the experience of being a female chiropractor. Let's dive in. So I want to know if these scenarios sound familiar to you. You're at practice one day, so-and-so calls, and they're asking to come in late beyond when you would normally close. It's only like 10 or 15 minutes, but they just absolutely positively cannot get there any sooner. And even though you really don't want to, you find yourself saying yes. Yes. And you have all of these reasons why you know you don't want to lose revenue, you don't want to piss them off, You it's not that big a deal, it's not that long, whatever it is. But we find ourselves allowing our patients or our staff or somebody else to push our boundaries a little bit, right? And And we don't really feel like we have permission to say, no, boundaries is what we're talking about. Today on this episode. And this is something that I have found, <laughs> I know I struggled with in practice. And I see so many women chiropractors. I'm I'm in the you know groups of, of women chiropractors, and a lot of the struggles that we have in practice, you can really boil down to <laughs> an issue with boundaries. It it comes up in our communication with staff or patients, in stressing out or worrying about how we go about dealing with a certain situation. And what's ironic is I think men actually have a lot less of this in their space. I'm not entirely sure why, but, you know, as women, I, I think it par- partly it has to do with more of generational things where, you know, we've been trained to never. <clears throat> what is it that I'm looking for? We've been trained to not, you know, upset anybody. I just realized my microphone wasn't actually plugged in. So we we're starting this. Hopefully, it all sounds good. And we want to be nice, right? Like we don't want to be seen as a bitch. We don't want to come across as, as too hard. And I, I have a story that has nothing to do with chiropractic, but that kind of illustrates all of this. And it was with a client who is also a healer, and also she was a um, leadership facilitator. So you know, help facilitate these like really high level conversations. And it was really funny to me to watch this because we can be like these incredibly powerful, you know, awesome women and then struggle so much with with little things, right? And so we were at the part of her journey when I was doing more functional medicine stuff where she was really committed to how she was eating. And it was also right around the holidays. And like that wasn't a problem for her. But what was a problem is that people kept showing up at her house with cookies for, you know, a gift and she didn't know what to say or how to, how to handle it. And so she would like accept the cookies and then be like, can I re-gift them? Like it was stressing her out, right? And one day her husband happened to answer the door and she was nearby. So she overheard this and he was doing, you know, this process with her. And so she heard him just say, he was like, hey, thanks so much for thinking of us. Like we really appreciate it. We're not really eating that right now. And there might be somebody else who, you know, would really enjoy it that you could gift it to. And, you know, thanks again. And it was like, no big deal, right? He just was like, Boom. And she and I unpack this later, and I, I see this with so many women. It's like we get attached to the story that we tell ourselves about what setting a boundary is going to mean. And so that's really what I want to talk about today. Specifically, I look at boundaries in three different areas, one being our relationships with others, one being our relationship to ourselves and how we make time for ourselves. <laughs> Yesterday, we talked about you know capacity and our reserves. And one of those things where we really struggle in setting boundaries is around doing the things that we need to do in order to refuel our tank. Right. And so that's a big one. Um, another, and then the other is around values. So our self-care is, is kind of time, but our values and the things that are actually important to us <laughs> that we say we are important. And one of the things that has been really confronting to me and to you know clients I've worked with in the past is to look at a list, like make a list and really look at where are you investing your time and where are you investing your money. And are you okay with that? And I know personally they're especially around my time when I was at the peak of practice and doing all the things and working, you know, up to 12 hour days, generally with my son in tow because I was a single mom. I didn't necessarily feel good about the time investment and, and what that said about my values, right? So that's that's one of the places we want to look at this. And then how do we start to shift them <laughs> and shift that is we have to get good at setting boundaries. So as we launch into this, I just want to define what a boundary actually is, because I think we can also have this you know, perception that it means putting up a wall or something that it's really not. And so I got this from uh, I think UC Berkeley had had posted this in something that they put out. But personal boundaries are the limits and rules we set for ourselves within relationships. A person with healthy boundaries can say no to others when they want to, but they are also comfortable opening themselves up to intimacy and close relationships. And so the big thing here is, and you know, I'm speaking as someone who's come through a lot of trauma in my life, both capital T and little t trauma, and was codependent in my first marriage. And so I really like had no concept of boundaries. <laughs> um, and and that was something that I I had to learn because there wasn't, you know, there's a difference between a boundary and a wall is where I'm going with this. When we put up walls, it's like we are totally closed off and shut down out of hurt and anger, resentment, whatever it is, fear of something. And so there's no openness for anyone to actually cross that line ever into, into more of a, a close relationship. It's like we hold everyone at arm's length, no matter what it is. Whereas a boundary is, you know, something that you put in place to protect yourself. Yes. And to protect your time and to keep you in line with, with, and in integrity with yourself and the things that you care about. But there's also fluidity in like, you still allow people close to you. Right. But you get the choice. It's all about the choice. And I think, you know, the big thing I really want to stress for us women listening to the show is the power of that no and being able to choose the no. And so while you're listening to this, and again, we have the workbook that goes along with um, these first few episodes that will help you kind of just actually take the time to do some of these things instead of just hearing it and being like, oh, that's a nice idea and then forgetting about it. You know, how many of us go to, weekend seminars and all that. And it's like, Oh, this is awesome. And then you implement like none of it when you get back to the office on Monday. Right. So rather than doing that, download the workbook, the link is in the show notes. I'll give it to you a little later, but it's about learning and practicing. And some of this is just practice, practicing saying no (laughs) instead of, and like not making it a big deal. Like that's just it. And I'll share another story of a client that I had. She, um, this is spe- specific to the values conversation. She tended to say yes to like all these things, right? She's on a million boards. She's, she's a realtor. She's um, again, I developed a lot of this outside of the chiropractic world, but now I'm bringing it to this. And she's also a mom and married and, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, she had a lot of commitments and a lot of things on her plate, because she just didn't know how to say no. And so we actually did this exercise of, you know, it's gotten, it had gotten to the point where people just expected it of her. So we were kind of at the point and I'm working together where she was like feeling good about saying no <laughs> to something finally. And so she was at a, a parent meeting for her daughter was going on to a, a trip to Washington, DC. I'm in Alaska. So they're up here too. Um, so, you know, there's some travel and all that. They had to fundraise some money. And, the leaders of the meeting just kind of assumed that she was going to spearhead, you know, all of the fundraising stuff and like plan it all. And so they they asked for, I think they still asked for volunteers, but it was like they were looking directly at her. And she didn't raise her hand when they asked who was willing to to take that on. And everyone was kind of like side-eyeing her and you know, she was almost willing to hide in her chair. But she's held held fast in saying no. And her reasoning was Based on values, she recognized that she had all this time devoted to other people's stuff, right? And to, you know, things that she cared about. And and part of her reasoning was like, well, I can do that. But she started to realize that it was taking her away from what her values really were, which were about being mom and being present for her kids and, you know, being able to do stuff with them. And it was really detracting from those relationships. And she didn't like that. This is where I started off with, you know, getting clear on where you spend your time and your money because we have to really identify if that's something that we value and and are good with, or if it's against something that we value. And so she started saying no. And the first time it was hard. And then, you know, the next time that that she did it, she had a lot of like the guilt and all the, the stories and stuff that come up. And the next time it was, it was easier. And, you know, someone actually came up to her and said, like, I'm so proud of you for not agreeing to do that. And she was like, okay <laughs> like i i can rewrite how people see me and you know for some of us like maybe you only have and one or two areas where your boundaries are are kind of fuzzy or or not clear clearly defined and a lot of them are probably a practice <laughs> let's just be honest i know i really struggled with this and so my encouragement to you with this step and in looking at this is to just you know make a list of areas where you feel like maybe you're out of alignment or or list your values and see if like you're fully living your life towards what those are. I'm going to have a guest on a friend of mine come on and, and talk about you know really defining success in practice and and shaping practice around what your values truly are and not what the world says they're supposed to be that we're taught in school by all the gurus who honestly have a lot of trouble in personal lives but that's another conversation. Um And, you know, you want to get clear on and then, and then pick the path of least resistance. Like where can you start either letting things go or, or putting a more firm line in the sand. And I'll just share one of my own examples of starting to do this in practice. I very quickly, I I shared on the first episode, which was more of my story. You know, I I had a practice that doubled or tripled every year for like five years. (laughs) It was insane. It felt out of control most of the time. And I was building it and doing a lot of that from a place, we're going to talk more about this tomorrow, actually, um, but from a place of trying to please everybody. And so my boundaries were shoddy, pretty, pretty non-existent. So I was often working through lunch or staying late and it wasn't just patients that pushed on those. It was also my staff. Um, and so I I'd grown staff pretty quickly. I had, you know, front desk and massage therapists and a rolfer and kind of a lot happening. And they would all have issues and want to come talk to me because I didn't have an office manager. And so I finally recognized like it was draining a lot of my energy during the day and keeping me from the other things I needed to do, like get my soap notes done or eat lunch or, you know, things I needed for my own sanity and self-care. And so I finally set boundaries around, I created like open office hours on Fridays because we had a half day and, you know, for like the hour after we officially closed because everybody was was generally off there, my staff could set up an appointment to talk with me. And was there pushback at first? Yes, you know, some of them. And, and you have to realize that people will put stuff on you. And it's not actually about you. It has more to do with, you know, they're projecting their own stuff onto you. So, you know, I had one massage therapist who felt like she, you know, just wasn't allowed to talk to me anymore. And so we we talked through these things and I share this because I probably could have communicated it better (laughs) and made it, you know, clearer. And I'm going to talk later on episodes in, in this 30 day run, we're actually going to talk about how to really start to understand personality and, and be able to shift your communication as a leader so that you have more impactful conversations that lead to less drama, but other things that are coming up later, you know, so then it's just matters of, of cleaning it up as you go. But my point with this is to look at like, where do you feel like you're being run all over or you don't have the ability to say no essentially. And another huge area that I see this for with women is like with our own self-care and how we spend our time, right, for ourselves and making time for ourselves because we tend to, tend to everybody. And so if there's, you know, an emergency or something comes up or maybe you're in the place where I was where I would get, because I was a single mom for five years, where I would get a moment to myself and not have any idea (laughs) what to do with myself. So I'd spend the whole time like thinking about it and maybe wash the dishes, which is not satisfying to me in any way. And then my time would be over, right? It's, so it's creating boundaries around understanding what you really need. Like now I actually have an afternoon siesta. Some of you, depending on how you have your practice hours set up, you could create this for yourself, right? Like I can, I have an hour sometimes two, where I can literally do whatever the heck I want or need to do. In that time, I get off my computer. I more often than not actually do a coffee enema because I've just created this weird almost daily habit of doing that. And it's something that resets me and I do journaling time with it and like all that. But it's about creating like what that is for you. And my son, who homeschools now, has come to understand it as like that's mom's time. And she's a much nicer mom and like all the things (laughs) when she has that time. So, where are you not giving yourself permission? To say no and then starting to peel back the layers of dealing with what's there and then what we want to look at is you know path of least resistance so what's something that you can let go of or or put a boundary in like this week what's something that you can let go of or, or put a boundary around in the next 30 days and then what's you know maybe one of the harder ones that you want to work on for the next year or so and all of that is is part of the workbook, which you can d- download. And I told you I'd give you the, the web address. It's revitalize D C. So R-E-V-I-T-A-L-I-C-E, dc.com, backslash heal. H-E-A-L. I think I forgot that part yesterday. So download that and it'll kind of walk you through all these steps. And you know, this this is a, again a huge one of those like root issue things. Like we can talk about marketing tactics and hiring and firing, like all of that stuff all day long. But if we're missing connection to ourself in terms of capacity and willpower, as we talked about yesterday, and we're struggling with our boundaries and there's fuzzy lines and we lack the ability to say no, or, you know, maybe we're committed to things that really aren't in line with where we want to be in life. It's time to start cleaning some of that stuff up because as much as it bothered everyone in school that our business classes were a lot about, you know personal growth stuff. Let's just be honest. Business is a lot about personal growth stuff. Nothing will challenge you more than being in business to grow, to push you to to learn how to, you know, navigate leadership and all of these things. And are there, you know, basic business principles that we lack in school that make a difference? Absolutely. But these are the more core things that let's just get them in line first. And then we're going to talk about a lot of other stuff. And this will... Get repeated several times. I have a feeling to really have it it sink in. But with that, download the workbook. It'll walk you through, you know, creating your plan for whatever you're going to tackle first and, and really getting yourself cleaned up in line. And maybe you're in a great place and this just helps reaffirm that. Great. Still work through it and just like, let's really, really be clear on that and start to practice saying no. It's easier than you think, right? So, with that, tomorrow we're now jumping into some of the newer stuff that I have been bringing into my own life. And I'm like so excited to share with you. And that's really getting into connecting with our genius um, and our, our working zone of genius in particular, which is something that's like completely missing from the chiropractic business world. And I'm super excited to share this with you tomorrow. So tune back in for that. And I would, the last thing is I would love to know, you know, I'm streaming a lot of these live into my Facebook group, which is called the chiropractors healing collective. And it's about more of like healing collectively. And this is one of those conversations that I feel like we can heal (laughs) collectively as a group and not just as individuals. But you know, if you're in the group listening to this, or you decide to come into the group from the podcast, that's a place where I'm facilitating that's what i'm looking for facilitating conversation and discussion around some of this because it's not something that you know well we can all go kind of work on our own i think there's a lot more power in actually talking about this as a group and, and you know sharing scenarios and just helping each other navigate how do we start to really enforce boundaries and like have it feel good right that's that's the other pieces so with that i look forward to seeing you tomorrow in the group if you're in there if not jump in there uh it's in the the outro in just a second where to go to do that and we will see you then. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. I'm on a mission to help the chiropractic profession heal collectively from the limiting beliefs and broken business models that plague our profession and lead to high rates of burnout. I also believe that women are the ones who are going to do that. I can't do it alone, and so I have two quick asks. One, if you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to leave a review and share it with a colleague. This helps the message reach even more women DCs around the world. And second, if you're a Facebook user, join me in the Chiropractors Healing Collective, which is a place for us to come together for more support and to heal both as individuals and as a group. There we engage in discussion and many of these episodes are actually streamed live so that you can participate and share and get support around many of the topics that we discuss on the show. I appreciate you and I look forward to joining you on our next episode.